0: What is up? How y'all doing? How y'all doing? It's so late. Oh, no. Where is he? What's he doing? He's screwing around. What an idiot. Yeah, that's... You ever have one of those days where, uh... Everything's... know, fuck. Nothing's working. You're just slow and kind of like, oh, God. Not not quite as much zest and zeal in the day getting after it. I don't know what is... I'm gonna have to uh, plug in here really quick. I see that Alex Jones is, uh, is in a shit ton of trouble. So that is, uh, uh, add a little, added a little pep to my step. It is the first of October. Oh my God. 2021. The show happens each and every weekday in the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. The Eric Zane Show podcast begins now. There we go. Hey, it's Blind Tony. And you know what? If I'm not reading Braille or teaching in the office or walking into the ladies' restroom by accident,
1: I'm usually listening to the Eric Zane Show podcast. Here's
0: your host, Eric Zane uh, uh, blind Tony with his, uh, musical masterpiece work there. Welcome, 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 welcome. A daily show where I discuss, uh, news nonsense and my personal adventures. Taking a look at the scenery. I see the tank is enjoying the show this morning. That would be uh Frank fuss. Frank, um, so this is a little like a conversation between you and me for the world to hear my brother-in-law who, uh, is a Medicare recipient, it dawned on me. I was like, you know, Frank always tells me to talk about with these people that, uh, you know, October is, is the time that you start thinking about Medicare. Now he has been on it for a few years because of a disability. Um, a booklet shows up in the mail yesterday or the day before. Big, thick book. Uh, Medicare 2022, all you need to know. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. And then um, I said, you know, I should bang on Frank's door and uh, have him do a little touch-up on this deal because that's what he's known for. So I go, this is perfect. And then uh, Diana, my brother-in-law's uh, sister, of course, she takes that book and throws it in the garbage. I'm like, I don't think you want to do that. Why? It's junk mail. I go, I don't think it is. I think there's something to that. I think that every year there's, I go, I, all I know is, is what, is what the tank tells me. So Frank, I'll be in touch with you about my sweet brother-in-law who is engaged in the Medicare system. Uh, Dirk, smartass number one writes uh medicare aren't you getting aarp uh pamphlets and he's referring to me yeah uh eat shit first of all second of all no uh i i'm not that old is that how this is going to be today my god i see the man brain podcast is enjoying the show and i think those degenerates uh from that show, I, I, I get it mixed up. I got you got the Man Brain podcast, those pieces of shit. And then uh Boomer Bob, he's another sea sucker. And uh I think they started a bunch of trouble yesterday on the podcast for the audience. I think they showed up in here in the chat and started to lay waste and say all sorts of things that were making some of our uh some of my more sensitive listeners uh you know hurt by that. And I am here to say, Boomer Bob and the Man Brain Podcast, please continue to do your work. I encourage that here because I'm trying to train the rest of the audience to ignore your ass when you start to be cocks, which I'm sure is a regular occurrence. So there you go. And uh, let this uh, let this be a... Um, a uh, little hint or some advice if someone comes in here and starts to lay waste which is going to happen from time to time with trolling comments my advice to you is don't take the bait Shh. let it go they make one comment if you say nothing They will not make another one. I can promise you that. So don't get your panties all in a bunch. Don't get sand in your vagina. Just relax. I encourage this behavior. And I'm not going to police that anymore. I've got bigger fish to fry. Like this show. So if someone wants to be an asshole, congratulations. You've just won your uh, stripes for being an asshole in the chat, on the live stream. Am I going to do anything about it? Fuck no. I don't give a shit. I'm done. If that hits the mark and somebody goes, oh, no, you hurt my feelings. Well, that's your own fucking problem. I don't give a shit. Uh, One day closer to the show being on Twitch, I just want to remind you, twitch.com slash Eric Zane, we will get to a point where it is not on uh, YouTube live. It is not on uh, uh, Twitter live, not on Facebook live. It will be only on Twitch live. Some of you are like, yeah, whatever. No, no, no. That's I actually had to pay money for that to get that uh to get that started. You, it's they have to build it. It isn't you, you you don't just sign on and it happens. There's a little bit more to it than that. Uh the show will be getting an upgrade. Twitch.com slash Eric Zang, go there and follow it. Okay. Thank you. Speaking of trolling, uh that resident piece of shit, Mike Ball. Is uh is trolling your old pal Eric Zane now? Uh, Lumpy and I uh have been going at it for quite some time, ever since we decided to put out the um the fact uh, that we're gonna race against each other. Me taking on bitch tits in the uh, October seventeenth Grand Rapids half marathon. Um, uh, I got out of the game of doing uh, uh triathlons several years ago, just not enough time when you're this great, it takes all your time. Okay. And, um, so, all right, I, I would still run, but not, not like I used to, you know, I was one of the Supreme athletes in West Michigan Uh, ball just kind of slogs his his way through every race. It's the same story every time, uh, train, 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 uh, it comes to race day and he kind of lays an egg. So it comes to this. Now, admittedly, my uh, training isn't where it needs to be, but I don't think it needs to be uh, that much more in order to beat Mike Ball in the October 17th Grand Rapids Half Marathon. Now, the most important thing about this race... um, Well, no, I take it back. The most important thing about this race is beating Mike Ball. I would say beating Mike Ball and humiliating him is more important than helping ailing children with a deadly disease, in my opinion. That is the most important thing, is me humiliating Mike. Uh, Second is helping sick kids. I can't even get behind that joke. Forget that I said that. All you need to know is this. There's $600 in cash on the line here. This is no bullshit. I picked up another uh, donation yesterday from Adam Knapp. I have, we have about 20 people who have donated. They've made a $25 donation to the AT children's project. Just so we're all on the same page here. When you donate 25 bucks, you are then allowed to bet either Mike or me in this race. When you make your bet, you're going to say, well, my champion is going to win by this much time, 10 minutes, whatever it is. Whoever is closest, Whoever correctly picks the winner and by the closest amount of time wins $300. Second closest $200, third closest $100. So there you go. Fuck. There's nothing to keep you from betting three times. You could win all $600. What's slowing you down? Now, uh, we uh, we've uh, the the goal was 1000 bucks for the AT Children's Project. We're at about 550. We've got two weeks to go. These people that have thrown their money, they've got a, I mean, that's a, those are pretty good odds. Somebody's going to win the cash. If you want to make another bet, like Aram in uh, beautiful Nashville, uh, he's turned into uh, quite a, uh, uh, quite a uh, uh, troll against me. He doesn't believe that I have what it takes. He says, oh, yeah, you convinced me to vote for you in the initial stages of this, but you're just a piece of shit. I wish I could change my vote. Well, you can, dickhead. Uh, put the money in and do it. Okay? It's for it's for a deadly kid's uh, 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 child disease. Uh, they don't call it that. I just sounded like an idiot there. Okay. So in all seriousness, you know, in case you don't know, Uh, It is a rare neurological muscular degenerative disorder, ataxia telangiectasia. It's too hard to say, so it's just known as AT. The AT Children's Project has been along around for a long time, uh, trying to raise money for treatments and possibly a cure. Um, Nearly. Every penny that is donated it goes towards research, paying very big brain doctors to conduct clinical trials and tests and things like that to try to find an answer for this disease. Uh, my, my dear friends, the Veldings lost two children to this disease. That's how I got involved in this years ago. Uh, God rest their soul, uh, soul, Kate and Olivia passed at a young age. Most recently, just a handful of months ago. So here we are, still fighting the fight, doing what we can from events like this. All right. Enough of the serious stuff. On to the fun. That is this war with Lumpy and me. Ball just last week. Um limped his way to the Chattanooga Ironman, whatever the fuck it was, in Tennessee. Sponsored, strangely enough, by Little Debbie. Yeah, eat your snacks, do an Ironman. What? Um. Okay. So he started the race, swam through the Tennessee River. Hopefully he got some, he got cholera when he was doing that. Jumped on his bike. Did that for, like, 500 miles, whatever the fuck it is. And then uh, walked the marathon. Finished uh, in, like, 24 hours or something like that. I busted his balls, of course. He has shot back. He wrote on Facebook, which I do not have the ability to respond to. So Mr. Oompa Loompa is now running his mouth that I walked by Ironman marathon on Sunday. I'll be the first to admit I didn't have the run I wanted. You never have the run you want. So I went back to when Big Mouth was on the radio, working 20 hours a week and training constantly. You know, when he was, quote, in great shape, as he always talks about. Back when it was a cottage industry beating me. He was 44 years old at this time. Well, I think the times speak for themselves. So he pulls up my race results and, uh, apparently I finished that race. The, uh, uh, Michigan titanium Ironman distance race in 12 hours and 51 minutes and 40 seconds, which is a full hour and then, and some change slower than him. Okay, great. Yeah, I know. I, uh, I was extremely slow walking that, uh, that marathon. You know, I was having kind of like a sugar issue. And uh, that was the first Ironman and only Ironman I've ever done. You've done this about a thousand times and uh, have shown no improvement over the years. Somehow, most people get better. All right. Okay, you got me. Congratulations. You pointed out that I was slower than you in an Ironman. You're still slow. Incredibly slow. My God. If you're comparing your time to mine, uh, that's a world you don't want to be in. My God. All right. We shall see. We are too... Weeks away, Mike Ball. Go to atcp.org slash Eric Zane. I'm going to type it in there right now. A-C-T-P dot org slash Eric Zane. Go there. Make a donation. Place a bet. And put the time in. You can win cash. Patriot Nick says, I just placed a bet. Uh, Yeah, get after it. Little Debbie Keto Snacks. I don't know. Uh, Aram, who's turned into an absolute belligerent adversary on this says maybe i'll see if mike ball wants to slow to a jog and split the money i haven't stopped running idiot i'm still training it's not like i quit and gave up i just told you i'm a little slow all right that happens uh josh writes who was the hero that said mike ball was going to win by an hour and 20 minutes yeah, I think that was uh, Dick Face uh, Adam. Let's see, I see Nick Stewart just. Uh, yeah, there it is, Nick. I see it. Let me. Uh, let me look at Adam. He wrote yesterday. He uh, uh, presented a gift to the AT Children's Project. Thank you for twenty-five dollars. This is a tax-deductible donation, by the way. They will uh, send you that info. You turn it into your tax man. Yay, I'm the tax man at the end of the year. How much time will Mike Ball win by? 69 minutes. Asshole. Uh, Nick. Wow. Nick. Sends $50. Who will cross the finish line first? Eric. Thank you, Nick. by how much time 45 seconds it's going to be a sprint to the finish comments don't lose to a live action fathead eric Ugh. you know if you want there's nothing to keep you if you do want to donate $50 to putting uh, making $125 donation and then uh, placing a bet and then doing another $25 donation. You can do that. Why? There's, there's nothing that says you can't. Adam Knapp, 69 minutes. Dirk says, can we start calling you Turtle? Making Mike the hare. Oh, Dirk, what a shitty joke. Horrible. All right. Looks like Mike came in ahead of over 1,000 others. Yeah, there was a lot of people in that race. Uh, Terry says uh, Eric uh, did not finish, does not finish Code Brown. All right, fine. Just over two weeks away. Should be great. Got a long run coming up this weekend. I have gotten to a point where Um, I figured out that I cannot run two days in a row. It's too painful. My knees hurt too bad. Yeah. I'm, I'm worn. I'm, I'm wore out. There's no question. I still think I can beat him. All right. Dog, the bounty hunter is on the case. I'm so sick of this guy. I can't get over, um, How strange he looks. He is, uh, he's bright red. Dog, the bounty hunter is, uh, you know, it says he's actively looking for Brian laundry. I need, I need to pull this up by the way. Hang on a second. You can see what I'm talking about here. There was a time when, I mean, obviously people get older, you know, you can't, I mean, uh, can't expect somebody to, uh, stay in shape forever. But, uh, there was a time when dog was in really, really good shape. Uh, he's older now though. And so, but he still dresses up like a freaking just some weirdo carny. You just picture a guy like this, you know, operating the tilt-a-whirl while Rocky like a hurricane by the scorpions blares and a bunch of hillbillies get on this broken ride. while well, this guy turns it on and off. You know, uh, look at this tittage. He's got this weird man tit thing going on right here. So that's strange. And then the hair and then all the stupid feathers in there. And the fact that his skin is just bright red. What a horrible, horrible looking human being. My God. So uh, he has claimed to be on the hunt for Brian Laundry. He went to the house with cameras all over the place, banged on the door. The Laundry family called the cops on him. And then he says, oh, yeah, we're going to find him. Uh, this clip right here of uh, Dog the Bounty Hunter, uh, tough talking. We're out here at the island, this would be and could be a perfect spot for him to hide. Uh, Not too many people out here, but there's a lot of environmental things that we're going to fight. So, here we go. The search now is really on. The search has just begun. Okay, and he's like giddy when he says that, okay? He, on his, uh, what do you call it, on his Twitter or his Instagram... He was walking around this uh, campground where apparently the family went with Brian Laundry, and he found a can of Monster Energy drink, like an empty can. You can see it right there. And he's like, "Clue." And it's like, "No, it's not. It's not a clue." Because he found a can, an empty can of Monster. He's like, this could be a huge clue. My God. On Wednesday, let me back up. Yeah, we found a a can of Monster Energy Ultra Gold. And because the can showed no sign of roster faded colors, Dog says, this may be a big key piece of evidence. Uh the article goes on to say they found no firm evidence that he was uh on Edgemont Key in the woods of Shell Island near the Fort DeSoto Park. A source close to Chapman Told the New York Post this week that the celebrity manhunter was on Florida's Marco Island and setting up a home base in Florida. It's good. Stay there. From which to launch the search for Brian Laundrie. Boy, he would talk about being a rock star in the state of Florida. Are you kidding me? Uh, Fort DeSoto Park, 75 miles from the laundry home where Laundrie and his parents camped out on September 6th, five days after he returned alone from uh, alone from the couple's cross-country trip in, in her van. I'm going to uh, park on that a little bit. Um, so, Brian Laundrie, just think about this. If, you're, if your son comes home and does not bring the girl, aren't you like, hey, uh, what's going on here? The last thing you would ever want to do. Hey, uh, you know, well, I know it's been five days and we haven't heard from her. We haven't seen her and we have no idea where he is, according to you. Uh, well, let's go camping. Who the fuck does that? In my opinion, the family's in on it. In fact, it wouldn't surprise me if he's at their home. Has anybody gotten a search warrant to search the, um, home of Brian Laundry's parents. Uh, the Laundry family attorney, Steve Bertolino, has confirmed that Laundry and the parents were at the campground on, on September 6th and September 7th. He disputed dogs' claims that the Laundries were at the Fort DeSoto Park until September 8th, but that the parents left the campground without him. They're like, oh, he, they, they left him there and now he's just wandering around. Uh, On September 17th, Laundrie's parents reported him missing three days after he allegedly told them he was going for a hike at the Carlton Reserve in Sarasota and then disappeared. So they were like, oh yeah, he came back with us and then just decided to go hiking. Uh, He hasn't been charged in Petito's death, but is the only person of interest in the case, which was ruled a homicide. He's been named on an arrest warrant issued last week on federal fraud charges for allegedly using someone else's bank card. Can you imagine if dog rubs all of our noses and shit and actually catches this guy? I kind of want that to happen just for the spectacle of it all. You know, I love a good story. Um, I don't know. I think this guy eventually what's going to happen if he is even alive. I don't know if he's alive. Is he'll get comfortable one day and kind of assimilate back into the, uh, into the world. And then somebody will pick him up. Who was it? I think it was, um, Megan from Irvine's sent me a, uh, tick of some dude who looks exactly like this guy, exactly like him. It's remarkable. And, uh, He's he's like all worried because he's got to get on an airplane to go to a uh, a destination wedding or something like that across the country. And he's like, I'm looking for tips so that uh, if people come up to me and try to stop me because I'm a fugitive, what can I do? It's like, dude, you would not believe how much this guy looks like him. He's gonna he should put on a baseball cap, uh, glasses, wear a mask, do whatever you have to do. Uh, call dogs tip line with that suggestion. No. I see that, uh, ass fuck Boomer Bob is here along now with the dickhead from the man brain podcast. No doubt going to try to start another fight with some of our more sensitive, uh, viewers here on the live stream. Welcome back boomer bob i get i get it mixed up who's the dick that rage quit was that jumpy john or something like that i don't know who the fuck you people are all i know is that you were on soft that soft introduced me to you as being somebody rage quit and there's a boomer bob and a jumpin johnny and a man brain this and some guy from australia what the fuck is going on with this show And why do you, why are you on like 10 shows? Do you not have a job jumping Johnny or Philly, Philly fanatic, or I don't know who the fuck is what John is the rage quitter man brain is not John is Philly fanatic. I don't know. okay. There you go. Man brain is the Australian guy with Parkinson's. I love you. You make me laugh. You're like my favorite. Uh, Okay, so he really does have Parkinson's. No shit. He says, I don't have a job. I'm a dying cripple. Oh, my God. Well, fucking A. Jamingo is the rage quitter. Why did you have to reveal that you've got Parkinson's, you fuck? That's ridiculous. You can't drop it on me. Here I am insulting you. And you drop it on me that you've got Parkinson's, you fucking dick. Holy shit. Fuck. Now I'm glad you do because you'd fucking dropped it on me right here in front of all these people that you got Parkinson's. You fucking idiot. You can't lead with that shit, man. Yeah, I'm dying. I got Parkinson's. Smell you later. The fuck is that? Don't tell people that you have Parkinson's, you stupid asshole. Now I feel like a dick. <sighs> yeah, Boomer Bob, I remember now. That's the guy with the sweet pipes. Weren't you on this show once? Didn't I swear to God I've talked to you. I don't remember anything. I don't know what the hell is going on. I'm in a terrible mood now. Yeah, hey, I love the show. I'm going to die. Fuck me. Of course that happened. All right. Well, welcome, nevertheless. I hope you have a nice day today. I got to flush that here. Hold on. I got to let that kind of filter out. I need a drink. I wish this was vodka. This show is on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. 99.99% of all podcasts are horrible. Any asshole can do this. Most of them suck. Like I just said. So if you like this podcast, there's more of it every day. You get it at patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Most people who publish on Patreon, uh, put up like one episode every two months like if you're a loser like carl carl puts up two bits of bonus content every month on patreon that's it like three hours of content a month i put up three hours uh every two days even 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 more than that uh 15 hours a week on my patreon I suggest trying it. If you're out five bucks and it stinks, you cancel it. No big deal. But if you like it, you've got another show to listen to. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. It features the Lost Zane recordings, which is my old radio show. Which is just insane that it was that long ago. The Insane Asylum, my two-hour music-driven radio show on Northern Michigan's Q100. The daily bonus Patreon podcast. uh, Smarter Than a Former Drug Dealer trivia. And the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast with my old radio partner, Ben. In fact, we're doing that today at 4 p.m., the earliest we've ever started. But uh, that's what the uh, schedule calls for today. So 4 p.m. start today. I will send the invites for you to, you all to check me out on the live stream for you Patreon members. So there you go. That's all you need. If you, if you hate it, cancel it. Okay, but if not, let it roll. Or if you want to sign up for the year, I will give you 10% off. All right. The open and the live stream of this podcast. Today, brought to you by... Affordable Limousine. They are hiring. This was the frantic uh, um, text I got from Justin, the owner and um, chief executive officer of Affordable Limousine. Um, I really need you Saturday in the middle of the day. I have 12 runs that need drivers. 12. I said, I can help you at night. Saturday. I cannot help you in the day. I've got an obligation. I tell you this. Because they need drivers. If you have experience and have a CDLB with passenger endorsement and don't have Parkinson's and don't live in Australia You can drive for affordable limousine. Go to buscareers.com. Take a little time, fill out the form, and off you go. Jason Schaefer just got a job there. Congrats to you. Hope it's going well. I know you just had your first run uh, this week. And you will make a hell of a lot more money than you're making uh, with that same bit of licensing that you have for whatever it is you're doing because you're making a great wage. And then you're getting a pile of money in tips and you're working whenever you want. You can work every day if you want, or one day a week, if you want, it's up to you. It's that flexible. Wouldn't it be great if the boss says, Hey, I need you to work. Can you work? And you go, uh, no, (laughs) that's how it is. Uh, you're, you're a 1099 employee, by the way, that's how it works. There's more nuance, more details to it, but, uh, you're going to be driving corporate events at great hours, not at the ass crack of dawn with a bunch of screaming kids in the back of a bus. Great hours, corporate events, uh, sports teams, uh, wedding parties, you name it. Affordable limousine bus If you are in the West Michigan area, excuse me, reach out to them. I have a paintball event coming up on a, um, coming up on a Sunday. October 17th, quick turnaround on this one. I need you to RSVP, eric at ericsaintshow.com. We're going to start at 4 p.m. on this one. I said 5 earlier, but it's a 4 p.m. start because daylight is dwindling. And I want to be able to get, uh, Rick and I want to be able to get the entire event in in the daylight. Playing outdoors, that is the Sunday of the race between Mike Ball and I. So first I kick Mike Ball's ass and then I shoot Mike Ball's ass unless he wimps out, uh, for the paintball event. I want to hear from you. I have to hear from you. RSVP, Eric at Eric If you're thinking, well, I'll do it later. I'll RSVP now. So I can get an idea because I don't like sweating these. I've got 16 days to sell this damn thing. And I, I want to know who's there. So Tyler, uh, Kuypers, Dale, all you folks, Reach out to me, Eric, at ericsaintshow.com. Going to cost you 35 bucks for the paint, for the gun, for the mask, for the time. Free pizza from BC Pizza on Lake Michigan Drive in Grand Rapids to start. And then we play paintball for three hours. Eh, two and a half after we eat. So there you go. That's coming up. October 17th, TCPaintballgr.com. Don't forget about them for your party when you want to. Uh, whatever it may be, tcpaintballgr.com. All right. Whee-wee. That's my anniversary, Zane. Damn it. The tarantula farmer. Well, What? Okay. What's the deal? Uh, you're saying that you got plans that day. All right. I get it. I understand if you can't make it, I mean, this, uh, the priorities there, you want to keep Mrs. Tarantula happy. I don't want to get in the way of that or bring her or go all out on Saturday. That's what you do. Hey honey, Sunday is, uh, man, I got to work the next day and then really lay it on uh, uh thick on Saturday. All right. Some guy from Africa is in the house. Welcome. You look new. Can you give me a little bit more background on you? I want to find out more about new people that are populating the live stream of this show. I appreciate you being here, by the way. Let's see. Weighing in. I think about the Brian laundry case. Reading between the lines one, something was wrong with Brian's phone. Two, he needed her phone in case she drove off without him or as a preventative measure. Uh, those two assumptions help me process what happened. As in, I don't really have a phone. I don't have a phone. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Uh, some guy from Africa is from the country of South Africa, currently in Australia. Do you know Manbrain? What is uh, the guy from the Man Brain podcast name? The guy with the Parkinson's? What is your name? I need to know your first name so I don't have to call you Manbrain. And are you related to some guy from Africa who's in Australia? Are you guys like pals? It's always a... Uh, Kind of a, uh, yeah, you all know each other. And then Boomer Bob says, you doc. <laughs> uh. Um. All right. Dave is man brain. Tarantula farmer says, yeah, if we get remarried, will you marry us Zane? like a do over? I'm not doing that. Now you're already married. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not do- doing a do-over. Been married one year. Congratulations. All right. I want to share a video that um, was kind of going around, and I I never really got to this one, but uh, it's pretty great. Florida dude uses a trash can to capture a gator. This is spectacular of all the things to use to capture a gator, just opening up a big plastic trash bin and, uh, and shoving it towards the thing is pretty spectacular. I mean, he didn't even have anybody behind him hitting the gator to get into the trash bin. So, all right, we're going to check this out together, and you can see for yourself how this unfolded. So the guy approaches the gator, and the lid is open. A key point happens too when the lid closes on the gator's head, which kind of, and I don't know how he, and he's not even able to see any of this too. So uh, check this out with me uh, right now. It's hissing. Look at this guy. All right. Now you need to know. He flipped the blue lid down on its head. it didn't like that. It lifted its head, and then he kind of shoved the bin. This is the kind of thing that's on like wheels for those of you that are just listening to the audio. Now he's got its uh, its face and uh, up to its neck in the can, and then the thing steps forward a couple steps. about a six foot gator, and then he the thing starts uh, flopping around like a fish. By the way, black people have so much more fun than white people. Okay. It went along, I mean, here we are, uh, these these, these black people were like, all right, you know what, we have had so much fun climbing these crates. We need to up the game. Somebody get me a a trash can and a gator, and we'll have even more fun. And they always have some of the best uh, uh, reactions, my black friends, when it comes to shit like this. There is nothing better and seeing a joyful black man lose his shit in hilarity it's fantastic it's something that the white man cannot do that's why i love the blacks look at this guy now no. all right it's in the can and motherfucker just leans back like a boss And it's in the can like a fucking jack in the box.
1: Yes. Look at.
0: All right, and now it cuts to him wheeling the fucking thing over to a swamp, and then he just opens up the can and and tips it over, and out comes the alligator. Yes, it runs away. He runs away. (laughs) Is there anything better than, oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, my God. I love that. Hey, bro, All right. And then he grabs his garbage can. And then there you go. That's it. That's it. There he is. Come on, motherfucker. Let's go climb some crates. Oh. Man. That was uh, absolutely spectacular. Um, Dirk wrote when he, uh, when he sent that to me, he's like, uh, this is how we do it in Florida. You'd have just pissed your pants. Well, no, I, I would, I would just wouldn't have gone out there. Yeah, that's we don't have to worry about that shit in, uh, in the great state of, of Michigan here. It's, uh, you live in a, a horrible, horrible part of the country. Terrible. Ah, uh, Boomer Bob adds a, a nice. Stereotypical racist joke with let's go sell some CDs out of our trunk. Yeah, eh, whatever. Whatever works. Uh, some people won't even uh, remove a spider, and uh, this guy out here taking out monsters. Andrea says, I'd be having a new pair of gator skin boots if that fucker was in my yard. Thankfully, I've never had to deal with it when I lived there. Yeah, That's right. You did live in Florida. I see a, uh, I see highly blessed. Who are you? Highly blessed. Are you a new person? Uh, Boomer Bob says, yeah, right. Let's go climb some crates. Wasn't racist at all. No, it was. I didn't say it wasn't. No, it was definitely a racist joke. i I do that all the time on here i'm just saying yours was too (laughs) look there is nothing wrong with a well-timed racist joke the key word is joke okay if i say yeah let's go climb some crates yeah that's a fucking funny joke and so was yours i give you credit but make no mistake we both made racist jokes does that make us racist of course not of course not. Because I made fun of Parkinson's pa- uh, patient. Does that mean I, uh, I I am against people with Parkinson's? Of course no. Of course not. Terry says, tell us more about what you enjoy about the blacks. What do you mean? All right. No, I love everybody. And everybody knows that too. Despite being a royal pain in the ass, uh, Dirk has sent me some solid content, which it goes without saying, um, this show is is quite truly a community effort. Yes, I may be the eye candy, but uh, I'm very, very dependent upon shit that you find is interesting or something I might be able to park on. If you'd copy the link, I know this, uh, this takes an incredible amount of effort, and forward it to me via email or Facebook Messenger. I don't give a shit. Text it to me. Carrier pigeon. I don't care. Eric at Um, You know, otherwise, I'm here, like, twiddling my thumbs, coming up with um, what to talk about. And I might be stuck with... Um, top 30 restaurant chains that have gone out of business. And I need to uh, pause right here to, um, to talk about that. And I think I need a, uh, visual support to back me up on that. So stand by. I got to open this up. You're going to laugh. My old pals, free beer and hot wings who I have gone, been going very hard on and aggressively attacking them rightfully so the show sucks dick at the end of the day it's a shitty show it's my old show to be fair i think it was pretty shitty when i left i had a little bit to do with the shittiness however it's continued to get more shitty I won't try to hide from this. When I see something on their listing of things they talk about, I all the time listen to those. And I'm not listening because I like it. I'm listening because it sucks tons of dick. Uh, the idea has been floated about me doing a review show of their show. And I'm teetering on that. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. There's, there's some headache options that come with that so we'll see but i can still talk about them all damn day and i do i do talk about them from time to time this is what happened yesterday on the show okay at two hours 55 minutes and 30 seconds in this is the subject matter 30 defunct restaurant chains from the past okay they also had no joe on that look at in fact i didn't even i didn't even pull it up for you to look at it there you go you see it with your own eyes 25530 30 defunct restaurant chains from the past all right now that is exactly as it's written because i listened to it and there was no joe yesterday because he's uh i getting a sex change or something, getting something, some medical procedure. I have no idea. I am not kidding you. You have the two most boring people on the planet. Free beer and hot wings. And it goes number 30. Uh, Flanagan's. Oh, wow. Yeah. Number 29 Burger Chef. So they're they're listing restaurants you've never heard of. And that's what they spent how much time on? They spent okay, 255 uh 17 minutes talking about restaurants that are no longer in business. But, okay, look, it may be a different show. I get it. I get it. However, you still have a filter and the ability to discern what is good and bad. Please, you should really start to do that going forward. This is a show that pays a lot of money for a guy... By the name of Tracy Johnson to tell them, he's a consultant, what is good and what is bad. And they did 30 restaurants that are out of business. Number 28, Showbiz Pizza. Yay! Leave it to Kenny to actually like weigh in with, man, I love that place when I was a kid. Shut up. Dirk says, I'm glad I never hyped them up to my family in Buffalo. Now that they're on in that town, I'd be getting shit from them about that show. Oh, my God. What an absolute abortion. All right. Sorry, I just wanted to get to that. That's what happens when you don't send me anything. I mean, I can do it, but I mean, uh, I, I, I like more. You send me good shit. Like... Pain in the ass dirt took a break from sending me some PubMed articles and sent me the story of, um, this artist by the name of, uh, Jens Hanning, excuse me, (coughs) a Danish uh, artist painter who was commissioned by a musician, a musician, Jesus was commissioned by a museum in Denmark to uh, make a new work of art for the museum. Now, a part of this is uh, it, it's hilarious and great, but it's, it's also a reason of why sometimes I can't stand art. Uh, this is not something that our pal Richard Francisco would do. Richard Francisco is, well, first of all, he's absolutely spectacular. Um, uh, it, w- when, when he gives me the details of what he sees in his brain and his thought process behind what he's making... And you see something spectacular layout on on the canvas like that. And then he gives me the history behind it and what he was thinking. I'm always so, I'm very interested in that. That's cool. Jens Hanning did this. The museum gave him $85,000. He reached out to them and said, okay, I am sending the canvas to you, and it's big. It looks to be like the size of the largest TV you could ever find. It's probably like uh, eight feet by five feet. I'll show it to you, in fact. Here it is. It's a blank canvas. He crated up a blank canvas, sent it along, and said, and they go, they call him out, they go, uh, Jens, what, what the fuck happened? And he said, yeah, that's it. No, 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 you, problem. You sent us a blank canvas. He goes, no, 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 that's done. Thanks for the money $84,000. And he titled it, Take the Money and Run. <laughs> this asshole decided to just give them a blank canvas, and said, yeah, uh, that's it. I'm like, wait a minute. He said, yeah, yeah, it's a commentary on poor wages. Uh, They said, no, 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 you stole our money. He goes, no, 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 it's not a theft. It's a commentary on poor wages. It is a breach of contract, and breach of contract is part of the work. The work is that I have taken their money. (laughs) So, I don't know if this is necessarily going to uh, uh, work, and but the, the the museum has hung it up. Uh, they said that they are not satisfied with the explanation, but they are displaying it. You saw that picture. I said, "You see, you see two people looking at it, which is just insane to me." Whenever I see people looking at art for too long, I'm like, "These are rapists. These are these are sick people." Okay. If you you look too long at a work of art, it's just too much. I I think any work of art, no offense to Richard Francisco, I should probably get him on the phone. Is uh, is probably only worth about a 10-second look. So he's robbed them of their money. Let me see if I can get him on here. This will be the first time I've surprised Richard with a phone call. Hey. Wild man. Hey, I was just talking about you. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, I'm I'm live on the podcast. First of all, your work of art is at a uh, public house in Grand Rapids, Michigan, across from the Van Andel Arena, correct? Social house. Why did I say public house? What an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> that is ridiculous i'm so sorry social house which is a great yeah. a great venue terrific food terrific drink go there and see your work of art uh, that was a piece of art that someone commissioned you to do said i'd like this this and this the guy is a enthusiast of QAnon, and uh and that's true you you did this work of art i shot a video of you and me discussing that okay but i was also just talking about an artist by the name of uh jens Hanning, he's in denmark okay and a museum in denmark the kunsten museum of modern art in alborg denmark uh, denmark um commissioned him to do a work of art for eighty four thousand dollars uh and <laughs> I saw this. okay good <laughs> and he turns in a blank canvas and says yeah this is it what 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 are your thoughts on his work of art which he's titling take the money and run
1: well, I mean, first of all, he should probably give a cut to Steve Miller.
0: Oh. <laughs> sure. <laughs> all right. Fair enough.
1: You know, I mean, come on. They, I, I, and I'm going to put myself out here because I don't remember the exact specifics of art history, but there was a whole movement. Of art called the Dada movement, and these people would put like urinals in an art museum and go. Well, I mean, I found it and I call it art, so that's what it is. And I still kind of go, okay, <laughs> right, right. I don't, I don't get I'm, I'm not in that camp.
0: <laughs> okay, you're actually into putting in some work, some time, some thought, and, and yeah. Okay,
1: so especially if- for eighty four thousand dollars.
0: Uh, yeah you went to art school you spent a lot of time perfecting your craft you're a professional this is what you do for a living it takes time and energy he has done none of those things and has earned $84,000 if you were in charge of the museum how quickly would you turn around and sue him?
1: Well I don't know what legal standing you have you probably should have given due diligence before you wrote the check (laughs) Okay. (laughs) you know yeah. does he have a portfolio do, can you see any of his work or does he have a history of turning in blank canvases you know oh, I, I mean you me. had to have some idea what you were going to get
0: yeah before you wrote you know right right uh what do you think about that artist who um what uh, his name is banksy yeah well isn't he the guy who did the one that was hooked up to the shredder and then it, it shredded the work of art. Yeah, that was awesome. That's good. That was awesome. Did you, do you know what
1: he did? I mean, like he did this piece of work and then it was in Sotheby's for an auction. And as soon as the gavel fell for it to be sold, it shredded.
0: <laughs> now, a lot of time, a lot of people said that that increased the value of the work of art because you're still getting something physical then it's just shredded
1: yeah right i think it shredded half of it
0: okay there was still something to it
1: there's a whole there's a video called exit through the gift shop if you're interested in this kind of thing because there's another guy um is, it's not banksy but he Maybe it was I, I get my names confused a little bit But he he does all this He he would, he was documenting these um, Street artists Who did graffiti and stuff Right And then ended up becoming an artist Quote unquote And he would take photos And just Like stand ten of them in a row And run along and slap a paintbrush On each one of them So now he has touched it Okay. He was selling them for like forty, fifty thousand dollars a piece. He created a hype. My God! Well, that's that's, so he was like he was like a Donald Trump of the art world.
0: You know, if they put in the work and and people put a uh, a value to it, that's one thing. But you know, I mean, that can you imagine if you did anything and earned eighty four thousand dollars? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <No>.
1: <laughs> i mean i'd probably take a couple months off right right
0: <laughs> right um okay i have on the uh on the live stream the actual i uh, posted the um uh work of art that is at the social house with you standing next to it um you can even see the big queue the guy said make sure you put a Q in there because i love queuing on Isn't that right? You know, the thing that he loved the most about putting the Q
1: in there is QAnon is supposed to be this secret um, conspiracy. And so the fact that I was able to sneak it in there is what he liked about it. Oh,
0: okay. Most people don't even
1: spot it.
0: No, I I I didn't. You had to point it out to me. But I'm not familiar. I mean, I, I, you know, the only time I see it is when I see it on Dirk's stupid uh, websites he sends me. Um. So if you, with this guy, uh, is he, is he like, uh, has he, uh, you know, is he like, uh, uh, does he believe in Pizzagate and shit like that? <laughs> you no, know, he doesn't wear a tinfoil hat either. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's a pretty, he's
1: a good guy. Uh, you know, he, he puts a little bit too much in my opinion probably a little bit too much stock and you know I mean I think a lot of this conspiracy shit is almost a reverse um, reverse propaganda we can't get these people converted or thinking crazy so we'll give these crazy people something crazy and it, it, it's like they're almost being used like a tool
0: I hate those people I want you to know that
1: all right i think it's people
0: being manipulated probably probably a little bit i I think that's definitely part of it
1: yeah but he's a good guy uh you know we don't we don't cross swords on politics we both love art and um yeah and we I, i we've had debates but it's respectful and, and he knows what I think. And I've kind of right. listened to his, inter- you know, we don't s- start s- typing all caps and cursing oh, each yeah. other. You that's, know?
0: that's what I do. As soon as I, yeah, uh, <laughs> it's like, you got to go, you, you got to go for it. There is no such thing as a civil conversation. It, n- impossible. <laughs> no. I don't have, I don't have the patience for that shit. Well, uh, that's Richard. why you're
1: not on Facebook anymore. Oh,
0: God, I cannot stand it. <laughs> Fuck it. All right. I'm going to let you go. Okay. You're a good man. Thank you for the time. Thanks, Eric. There you go, buddy. Uh, go, go to the social house across the street from Van Andel Arena in beautiful downtown Grand Rapids. You will see this work of art. Uh, the best laid schemes of mice and men is what it's called. And then you vote on it. Throw some votes his way. Go have a drink at the social house. Uh, buy some food. Vote on Richard Francisco's work of art. I think art prize is winding down. In case you don't know where I live in beautiful Grand Rapids, Michigan, they have this citywide uh, uh, art fair, if you will, where uh, uh, there's installations all over the place. It's really, it's really, it's really quite exceptional. All right. So this asshole uh, gets $84,000, took the money as part of an agreement with Denmark, where uh, with the, um, with the museum, which said uh, it loaned him, uh, the cash. Actually, they said he could frame the cash in a reprise of an earlier artwork. The artist had previously used two canvases, one larger than the other to illustrate the gap in average annual incomes in Denmark and Austria. Okay. Um, so they wanted him to recreate that instead of doing that. He just pocketed the cash and then sent, can you imagine being the curator at that, uh, museum who you know it it comes all crated up and you're like oh this is going to be awesome i can't wait to see this recreation and then you you know he busts out the pry bar like wait what the fuck happened uh, i actually laughed when i saw it said ceo lassie anderson in an email to npr adding that the museum first suspected things might not go as planned when Hanning told them he had created a new piece of art with the title take the money and run They're like, oh he's up to something The delivery quickly provoked a uh, flurry of emails and messages at the museum. Anderson says that while Hanning's initial work was converted money into art, the new work reminds us that we work for money. It also adds a new twist to the debate over how an artist's work should be valued. He said, well, this shouldn't be valued at all. This is absolute bullshit. Uh, The museum is not yet uh, taking legal action. Hanning signed a contract, though. Promising to to deliver the artwork and to return the $84,000. The artist now faces a deadline to give the museum its money back. He has till January 16th when the work exhibition closes. The museum says it's talking with him about the deadlines. It also acknowledges that Hanning did produce a provocative work of art. Piece of work. Well, no, he didn't produce anything. He just returned an empty canvas. It wasn't that... It wasn't what we had agreed on in the contract, but we got new and interesting art. No, you didn't Hanning is a well-known artist in Denmark where his attention grabbing projects have included, um, shit we don't care about. And, uh, yeah, artists are fucking weird. You're a bunch of weirdos. Richard does not seem to be weird. That's why I talked to him. Um, you know, as long as I don't go to visit him and then, uh, yeah, come on in. And he's, he's taking a shit in his hand or something like that and wiping it on the canvas. We're all good. But, uh, if, if it goes down that road, then we just can't have that. All right. Uh, Whitney F. Whitney, are you new? Or, or Are you, are you just like, uh someone who's who shows up once in a while i am seeing a lot of new people joining us on the show today well i've seen you i just haven't seen you that much so welcome boomer bob says you're a broadcast artist painting with a mic is that what you call it what the fuck whitney apparently is new She says she loves the channel. Thank you, Whitney. I appreciate that. It's a perfect time to remind you that the show happens live every day at about this time, and then the audio podcast is available for download wherever you download podcasts. Just search Eric Zane Show. You will find it. Please subscribe to that, and then you can listen to it without having to have the visual element to it. It all helps out, and please spread the word to your friends and family members about this stupid show. Uh, Most people know this, but in case you're wondering, uh, old school radio guy, unceremoniously broom from job to job because there's just not uh, a place on broadcast terrestrial radio for a person who does not give a shit about anything and says whatever the fuck he wants. So God bless the internet for being, uh, creating this platform where stupid old idiots like me can do whatever the fuck they want. And that's how it works. So, thank you. I appreciate your support. Um, wh- uh, one more, um, one more shout out in case you're uh, just joining late. That uh, eventually, this uh, audio-video live stream will be moving entirely to Twitch. Twitch.com/slash Eric Zane. I'm in the process of uh, switching it over right now. I've had it with. Um, you know, having to deal with multiple platforms, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, uh, Facebook, uh, putting the kibosh because I, uh, threaten people with strangulation. And so I can't have that anymore. So I am going to be, uh, before too long going entirely on Twitch. You can still follow on those other platforms, but if you want it live, as it happens, it'll be at twitch.com slash Eric Zane. I encourage you, even as we speak, to go there and hit the follow button. You can't miss it. In fact, I like to spell it out for you in the simplest terms uh, that I that I possibly can. Very easy. Just open up a uh, another window, whatever, twitch.com uh, slash Eric Zane. There it is. I'm offline right now, but uh, right where it says follow right here, Click on that, and off you go. Slowly, I'll be building that channel uh, before we actually go live. And then when we go live, we're like, here we are. Patriot Nick says, I was just about to plug that. It's like you're in my head, Eric. You know what you're developing, Patriot Nick? You're developing the ability to see two steps ahead. You're almost like you're becoming a content creator. That's what you do. Good job. Kyle says, I'm searching Twitch, and it does not show your name or show. Well, look, I made it very simple. Just go to twitch.com slash Eric Zane, and that's all you need to know. Don't search Twitch. Do exactly what I told you to do, and you'll be all set. The rest, I will uh, I will give you the details of when they come to me, because I don't even know. I have to have my tutorial about, hey, Eric This is what you do to get content out there. All right. Hello from Buenos Aires, Argentina, says Maria Nella. I hope I said that correctly. Welcome to you. I think if I wanted to say that correctly, I would say... Do is there like a, I'm 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 not good with the accent, so do I say? Uh, I don't even want to tr- try it because I'll sound like an asshole. But uh, welcome to you from Buenos Aires, Argentina, Nella Martinez. Uh, don't forget on Twitch, Eric Zane is all one word. Thank you, Tarantula Farmer. Twitch.com/slash Eric Zane. Eric Zane all one word. All right, boy. Covering a lot of ground here. Okay, where was I? I don't even know what the fuck I was talking about. Uh, Asshole artist, he's out. Gator is done. I'm also on Cameo, cameo.com slash Eric Zane. Please join me there. Hire me for a cameo. And um, Adam Balboa, otherwise known as Adam James, wants me to do a cameo of a review of the movie Rambo Last Blood. That is Stallone's last Rambo movie. He said, you got to watch the film. I'm a closet Stallone fan. I'm a closet Rambo movie fan, closet Rocky movie fan. So I'm going to watch the film. I'm not into it nearly as much as him. He's crazy. And then he wants me to do a review of it on Cameo. Now, let's be honest here. These are shitty movies, but I don't care. Uh, I'm I'm like 10 minutes into it and uh, I can't. I'm struggling with the plastic surgery on Sylvester Stallone. He has so much work done to his face. He doesn't even look he looks like a uh a, a Madame Madame Toussaint's uh uh Sylvester Stallone. It's it's really got this stretched, melted look to it. It's horrible. But I have started watching Last Blood. Supposedly what one of the worst movies that's ever been made. I'm sure I will love it. And then I'm going to review it on Cameo. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. If you want to hire me on Cameo, it's just $15.99. Uh, Hire me to give a roast for one of your loved ones who doesn't even know me. That's fun. $15.99, and I will do it live on this podcast. I'll hold the phone up to my face right here on the podcast and do the cameo for you. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. Dumpster Diver says if you are in the area of West Michigan, I don't think that this will work in uh, Buenos Aires, but uh, if you are in West Michigan, call on the folks. Kyle and not black emilio from dumpster divers and uh, work with them have them deliver a dumpster to your house 616-375-9962 616-375-9962 A&E heating and cooling uh speaking about uh, speaking of our new uh, friend from Buenos Artina, uh, Buenos uh, damn it Buenos Aires Argentina Maria Nella Martinez I'm talking about Joe Martinez from A&E Heating and Cooling, reach out to Joe if you need uh, work done on your furnace. You got the tune-up here uh, coming up in the fall right now, 79 bucks. Joe Martinez from A&E Heating and Cooling, 616-516-8979. For a and E. I'm sorry, I said that wrong. I'm having a terrible time. 616-516-8579. It felt weird when I said it. For A&E. Heating and cooling. All right. <sighs> Kyle says, the Rambo films, shitty action movies, but entertaining. I was told this one is uh, uh, one of the biggest, most gore, gory movies that has ever happened. All right. So I'm looking forward to that. School um, called William uh, Williamston High School and Williamston Middle School. I'm not sure where these are, but this is making the rounds. They put out a memo to the high school and middle school families about TikTok challenges. The principals of these schools are trying to get ahead of these challenges and uh, addressing it uh, to the uh, parents about various what are described as devious licks. Now, this is what young people do to have fun. They do stupid shit. The only difference between when I did it to them doing it is they put it out on the internet. So, really, nothing's changed except for now the world can see your stupidity. And that's terrific. That's what young people are supposed to do. I did this. You did this. Kids will always do this. And old people, like me, will always look at what young people do and will go, tisk tisk. this is horrible. This is so awful. We forget we did this too, though. And I want to make sure that you all as adults understand that kids are going to do this shit. They're either going to do that or they're going to get somebody pregnant and uh, have a baby like my son did. Now, I would never say, I wish my kid did these things instead of getting his future wife pregnant. But then I would be saying something terrible about my grandkids. So that puts me in an interesting spot. But my son was not doing devious licks. The only devious licks he was doing, well, you know, <clears throat> I don't even need to say it. It's a horrible thought for a parent. My son is a prolific reproducer, as is his future bride. In case you don't know, my son Jim has finally decided to tie the knot with his beloved Aubrey. They've been together for 10 years. I, you know, I have, have I mentioned, I think I did, but I think it's worth mentioning again, you know, when you have a couple of young people uh who uh, against all odds get together when they shouldn't. Star-crossed lovers like the fucking Hunger Games. And despite everybody telling them she's bad for you and everybody telling her she he's bad for you, he's going nowhere and she's their love prevails. And they had a baby. And then moms and dads and grandmas and grandpas were like, oh, no, this is the end of the world. Our child had a baby. You know, looking back on that now, my grandson is like, uh, I think he's eight or nine now. I can't believe I don't know the exact number. Wait, he was born in 13. So May of 13. So that makes him what? He's 8 he It'll be nine in May. At the time when my grandson Grayson was born. Um, I was in my early 40s, and I was like, oh, this is so terrible. What
1: a terrible day. This is so terrible.
0: I wish baby Jesus would have come down from heaven and smacked the shit out of me and said, you fucking idiot. It's not AIDS. It's a baby. Shut the fuck up. They're still together to this day. In fact, uh, we we were all butthurt. And, uh, uh, you know, we had, we had written Aubrey off and yeah, we don't have anything to do with it. We're going to, we're going to be assholes. And then she went and got pregnant again. We had no idea. We found out that our beloved Aubrey was pregnant with my second grandson, Rowan, when she was one week away from having the baby. And she, she, I didn't tell anybody. We were the first people to find out. I don't tell that story enough. That's a great story. It's fucking fantastic. All right. I'm glossing over most of it. Grayson's born a year and a half later. We're still, uh, hating on Aubrey. We, we, she hated us. We hated her. It was terrible. Yeah. Oh, we fucking asshole. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We laugh about it now because we're all pretty close. But Jim's like, well, fuck you, dad. I mean, I'm going to some mother, of my child, you can't be a asshole to her. So he's caught in the middle. Uh, occasionally he, we, we see him and Grayson and it's all weird. And we're like being all, uh, uh, you know, uh, stubborn about the whole thing. And then finally Diana and I wake up one day and, um, like, you know, we gotta, we gotta mend this fence. So we reach out to Jim and look, Jim, uh, we want to, we want to fix this. Let's, let's, let's make this right. Why don't you and Aubrey and Grayson come over? We'll have a pizza party. We'll get to the bottom of this. Okay, Dad, sounds good. That day comes. Just Jim and Grayson show up. I was like, but where's Aubrey? Uh, she doesn't she want to come. What the fuck? Well, we're off to a bad start. I'm back to being pissed. A couple days passes. Aubrey calls up and, uh, I'm sitting there in the living room and Diana's on the phone with with Aubrey and I only hear one half of the conversation. This is what I hear. No, we haven't talked to Jim. We do? We need to talk to Jim. Jim has something to tell us? And she's like really sheepishly, she wants to say what's up. And then Diana puts two and two together and she said, is Jim going to tell us that there's another baby coming? met with silence Like, oh no okay now at this point okay yeah well uh all right so there's that but it's just the hits keep on coming not only is she pregnant but she's you know 10 days away from her due date <laughs> and we are the first to know Oh my God. That's like TLC, man. That's a, that's a reality show. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> so we're like, Oh no. Uh, all right. Well, at this point, uh, you know, nothing surprises us. Well, all right. Well, whatever. We don't give a shit. So she comes walking into the house. She's out to here, man. I was like, Oh my God. How did you hide this? I still don't know. So, all right, we have to wrap our mind that in days, we're going to be grandparents again. I'm sound asleep several days later, and I hear pounding on the door downstairs. What the fuck is going on? At the same time, the alarm goes off. So as usual, uh, I grab my home defense shotgun, safety off, cocked down the steps. I'm walking down like this. Who am I going to shoot? I look out the doorway because when you come down the steps, you can see out the front door. And I can tell I see brown uniform. It's a cop. And at about the same time that I see him, he sees me with the, cause he shot his flashlight into the house. He sees me. I'm in, I'm in his flashlight. And so I see him immediately put his hand on his pistol. I'm like, Oh fuck me. And then he goes, Eric, I know the guy, Eric, it's Skolma. Put it down. You're going to be a grandpa. I know Skolma. I know. No, no, I know. I mean, like right now, right now you're going to be a grandpa. Oh, oh, okay. Hey, come on in. Holy shit. Jim had uh, taken a credit card and opened up the service door. Uh, Congratulations. I just told you how to get into my house. Stay the fuck away, Dean. And then that triggered the alarm. And Skolma, Jim Head was trying to get into the house. He was banging on the door. This is what happened. He was banging on the door. And since no one was answering, he thought we were dead. So he calls the cops. This whole thing is fucking crazy. I think there's a 911 call somewhere. I'm surprised I didn't uh, uh, put Pellerito on the case to get the call. So sure enough, uh, these cops show up and uh, then, you know, they they thought it was just, they weren't sure what was up. And then they see me with this, with my shotgun and the, Oh fuck, put your gun down. Oh my God. It was terrible. So then he goes, no, no, no. I mean right now. And Jim thought you were dead. So we're here. Everything's okay. So Jim has Grayson in the car. He goes, Dad, You got to watch Grayson. Aubrey's having the baby right now. Oh my God. Holy shit. She goes as Rowan, the rest is history. We still didn't get along for it. We still had a few more rocky spots, but lately it's been just great. Everybody kind of, Everything, all the dust kind of settled. It just worked out. And they've been together for 10 years. And finally, Jim says, dad, it's time to get married. We're going to do it justice of peace. And I go, dude, whatever, man, you're, you're doing it. You're, you've, you're, you're over the hump. You're over the hump. You've, you've made it. You have, you have beaten the odds. Unbelievable. Really, really great. Uh, Nap says, thanks. Now I hear Phil Collins singing against all odds. People always think they know the best for others. You're right. That's exactly what... I remember when we found out that um, uh, Aubrey was pregnant with my first grandson. Everybody was in like this mobilized, take charge mode. And uh, uh, Zaniac slash pal Linda can attest to this because she went through this too. When parents find out that their kids are going to have a baby, they immediately, they like, oh, well, you're going to do this. You're going to do this. You're going to put it up for adoption. You're going to do this. I've decided this. And it's like, uh, you don't have a decision. You don't have uh that's a difficult thing to do. Doesn't quite work that way. If any of you ever get into a spot where your uh, school age, your high school age kids are going to have babies, you got to call me because I'm going to help you now. Na- I am I have a master's degree in how to navigate this as a parent. You know what you do is you plan for entertainment because it's going to be uh, so fucking funny for you when uh, the kid is waking up. Uh, at two in the morning, and and you're laughing at him, saying, ha, ah, You thought it was going to be easy to do this shit, you dumbass!" Ha <laughs> ha ha! That's what you do. My kids, uh, Aubrey and Jim, are super mature now. They got a lifetime's worth of education at a young age. Melissa writes, I told my nephew and his girlfriend that we would be there to support them, but we would not do it for them. It's not teen mom in my house. Figure it out. Highly blessed, who I think is new. Did did I already talk about you? I think you did say you were new. I always forget. Why do we treat new mothers and fathers like murderers when they bring new life into the world? Because we panic. Because we're still in a mode of uh, we know what's best for our kids. At least that's how it was for me. That's how I behaved. But now that I know, it's just a baby. Uh, probably gonna, probably gonna be fine. And if not, uh, those young people will gain a lot of wisdom at a young age about how the world works. This is an education process. Big Boss says Eric Zane is definitely the guy that I would take children' advice from. Well, I'm not telling you how to raise the kid. I'm just talking about, I'm just talking about how would, how to react when you find out that your kid. that your kid is uh, saying, hey, guess what? I'm going to have a baby and it's going to be awesome. Oh, you're going to have so much fun. Shut up, Nate. Who are you calling a boomer? It's a fucking horrible term. In all fairness, didn't your wife tell him he had two ball sacks? Yes, my wife used to, up to a very recent time, think that uh, in male genitalia, That there is two scrotums, one for each individual uh, testicle, and they swing independently of each other. Yes, she did think that. What the fuck? Unbelievable. All right, where am I? Uh, i'm gonna go to the uh, email bag in just a second uh paul writes a nice uh email about your old pal eric and you know my ego loves that and he has hate email for free beer so i am absolutely going to read that and that makes me very very happy because i'm kind of a neanderthal who likes that type of shit stand by and alex jones is in the news okay I really want to help your business. If you have a small business, you know, and you want to get a, uh, uh, mentioned on this podcast, I've got room behind me. I can talk about your business. All you have to do is shoot me an email and I will tell you how it works. Eric at Eric dot show.com. And then let me handle the rest. This doesn't cost you anything. I will uh, spell it all out for you, how it has worked for so many other uh, people that have uh, uh, purchased a marketing plan, part of the Eric Zane Show podcast. That's why I am surrounded by these ridiculous, this ridiculous amount of signs. And I can fit more. Uh, under the gift of life, I can fit one there. I can fit one above the Kent County Health Department vaccination sign. Below Irvine's auto repair, I can get one. Yeah. Boomer Bob says my logo would look great on the center of that door. It's going to cost you. Uh, By the way, I get a lot of people say, hey, man, I don't listen because you got a sign that says vaccinate. Um, Look, you need to understand that that sign went up before COVID. That is a sign that the Kent County Health Department gave me Um, about, uh, getting your kids inoculated for measles, mumps, rubella, pertussis, whooping cough, meningitis, uh, cervical cancer. And then COVID happened. So people see the sign vaccinate right there. And they think that I am, uh, like, uh, uh, you know, going hard on anti-vaxxers. It just so happens. I am. So yes, uh, in that weird way, it does, uh, kind of fit. I do want you to get all of those other vaccinations as well as I want you to get vaccinated for COVID, which some of you are too stupid to do that. And I love you though, but I fucking hate you for not getting vaccinated. Because I don't want you to win a Herman Cain Award. But make no mistake, if I hear that you croak, I'm going to your Facebook page, screenshot, 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 blacking out the name, blacking out the face, posty, posty, posty to Herman Cain Award on Reddit. Then I'm going to go to your funeral and throw a Molotov cocktail in your casket, close the lid, fuck you. See you later. That's what's going to happen. Uh Nate says, I am pumped for the CDC and FDA to recommend and approve the COVID vaccine for kids. Yes, I am too. With a little luck, they will say your kid cannot go to school unless they're vaccinated. That's what I'm hoping for. Fingers crossed for a lot of reasons. A, your kid will live longer, and more people will live longer. Secondly, uh, but more importantly, we're going to see some of the best rage outs at school board meetings. And that is one of my favorite things. Patriots raging out. Yes. I love it so much. I need to see this in person. I'm going to bring popcorn to one of these fucking things. And, uh, and just, Ooh, Nigel says, fuck you, Eric. Zane. why, why would you say such a terrible thing? I would not say anything bad about you. Come on, Nigel. What the fuck? Don't let it wreck your day. Nigel, nothing is preventing you from doing a podcast and telling the world how you feel, okay? You need to understand that half of this show is trolling. I see we are finally getting uh, an appearance by, look at this, Sam right there. Sam the Jew, he thinks I'm insane. But he's here every single day supporting the show. John Jamingo is in the house, and uh, we're all fucking worse off because of it. This is the piece of shit who rage quit. On the fucking, uh, I don't know what the fuck show it was. The one with uh, that soft was on. I'm, I'm kind of all piecing this together in my in my head. Uh, shows up late to the show. Uh, you missed it, John, because Dave in Australia revealed to me that he's got Parkinson's and is going to die. What the fuck was that? Oh, god. Rubberneckers. That's it. That's it. This is the last episode of Rubberneckers. Fuck you. Don't it, don't it, don't it. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Somebody send me that audio. I need that audio right now. Soft. Soft. Where is it? Soft Weekly. Ah. Uh. Fuck, I don't have it. I'll get it. One of these days, I'm going to get that. Just because these fucking idiots are actually here. The ones involved in that tirade are actually in the room. I have to do this. Fuck. Don't it, don't it, don't it. Yeah, fuck you. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, 616-532-6600 if you are in the West Michigan area. Uh, Call upon Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. People travel from miles away to get their cars repaired. That's all I'm asking you to do. You have a trusted source to get your vehicles repaired. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid. Don't take my word for it. Go to their website, ervines.com, irvines.com, and see for yourself today. The Mario Flores, uh, Lakeshore team of Van Dyke mortgage, uh, getting a mortgage, helping you with getting a mortgage, no matter where you are in the U S for exceptions: South Carolina, Maine, Hawaii, and Alaska, 231-332-6505. quit paying rent. I don't care how shitty your credit score is. Would you please just talk to him and see if he can help you. Truth be told, not all of you can get a loan. Some of you, your credits in the dumpster and it has to be fixed. Okay. That doesn't mean that in the future you can't. You just got to turn the shit around, okay? So for those of you that have a great credit score, no problem. Shitty credit score, he can get you a loan. Not the best loan, but you pay on time. You get a better credit score, then you get a better loan. Uh, credit score is so bad, you can't get a loan. That's okay. Mario can help you with the advice you need to improve that. Did you see that spitball that just flew out of my mouth? My God. Wow. Call them, 231-332-6505. All right. And then uh, I want to mention Blue Frost IT, Blue Frost IT, uh, of course, the managed IT service provider for this show. If you have a small or medium-sized business, or maybe you need your laptop or your desktop repaired at home, or perhaps you're a business that needs uh, some project work, upgrading your equipment, moving the office, they do all of that at Blue Frost IT, 616-285-50, or online, uh, bluefrostit.com. Info at bluefrostit.com when you want to send them an email. All right. Got a lot of people named Martinez listening to uh, the show. I've got the lady in uh, Buenos Aires. I've got James Martinez and, of course, Joe Martinez from A E and Heating and Cooling Big Boss writes this. Eric, what's your opinion on the Drew and Mike show and the objective truth that they're better than you? Well, my opinion on the Drew and Mike show is that is a, a fucking juggernaut. Are you kidding me? Uh, the Drew and Mike show, if it weren't for the Drew and Mike show... um. I would not have had the success I had on the radio on the free beer and hot Wings show. And that is a fact because your old pal, Eric Zane was kind of trying to figure out radio on his own. And then one day while driving down Woodward Avenue in Royal Oak, I heard the drew and Mike show. And I went, wow, that's what I need to do. So then you got to be careful. You don't want to try to uh, copy this show. But I try to like, boy, the vibe of that show is spectacular. I tried to emulate it. And a lot of the things that I did. And it ended up paying off because uh, uh, trying to uh, capture that along with the nuances of my own personality, along with the nuances of Greg and Chris built the free beer and hot wing show and made it. Uh, quite a popular show. You uh, factor in the fact that Opie and Anthony and Howard Stern left, which meant that a uh, a, a show that's all right could uh, make a lot of ground in syndication. So in a lot of ways, that show really influenced me. In fact, their lawyer, Mike Novak, uh, became my lawyer. There's a lot of similarities there. In fact, I still talk to Drew from time to time uh, via email. And then there is the six month time that I was on that fucking show. Oh no, that was rough. Oh shit. April, 1998 to November. How many months is that? April, May, June, July, August, September, October. Okay. A little longer than that. I think it was more like May. Oh no. So bad. I learned a lot. It made me stronger, but it was rough. And then the uh, the shot and the objective truth that they're better than you. Well, all right, I guess that's a matter of opinion, and uh, you happen to think so. Uh, I can't really uh, try to persuade you; it's not my job to do that. My job is simply to show up here, not give two shits, and then uh, let the chips fall as they may. John says, if you're going to call me an asshole, I say that with love. I know you're sensitive and you get hurt a lot. At least mention my gaslighting podcast. I don't know what that is there. You just did whatever. I have a feeling we'll be on each other uh, on each other's shows before long. All right, go listen to John's stupid podcast. James says, hey, your show is cool. I'm entertained. Keep it up. I appreciate that. Your mom is my cousin. Now I'm confused. My mom is your cousin. That would make you my cousin. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Uh... Boomer Bob says, Drew and Mike, is too much lore for this noob to catch up. I'm a boomer. Not enough time. Well, I can relate to that. Not enough time to listen to anything new, but, I mean, seriously, all they, 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 you just listen. You figure it out. Uh, Sam writes, for everyone in West Michigan, don't miss your opportunity to come see the shittiest town around Cedar Springs for the shittiest festival around Red Flannel Day. You know... I think that's a horrible thing to say. Sam the Jew is dropping that shit on one of, uh. well, yeah, it is, it's known as Cedar Tucky. That's okay. But I have a lot of amazing listeners and friends that are from that town. And that actually sounds horrible. You are an asshole. What the fuck? Ah, man, we got people wound up today. All right. Got an email I want to read to you. If I can get it in time. This might take me way too long. As always, email the show. Eric at EricZaneShow.com if you want to get a message to me. I know that's old school, but really the only way I can communicate with you. Eric at EricZaneShow.com shoreliners striping sponsors my email paul writes this um now a lot of this is self-indulgent because um well frankly uh i love compliments uh when you work as hard as i do and you get correspondence with somebody telling you that you're doing a great job you better believe it i'm going to read that shit you better believe that and uh um twofold if you have someone that is saying something terrible about greg freebeard daniels then you are a absolute saint to me because i want to kick that guy's ass make no mistake eric paul writes i told you a few months ago when i joined patreon your show is the future i believe that it's super tough to actually find a good podcast i see you believing in yourself more and more and that is coming through to make for quality content Fuck yes. I like hearing, uh, hearing you say how you are proud of you. I am. I'm a proud motherfucker. It's actually uplifting and makes me realize I should work hard too and should be proud of myself. And you should, no matter what you do. If you drive a truck, if you make a home, if you, uh, foster animals, if you work at a desk. You're very important. Otherwise, you would not be there. Keep your chin up. There. It's very uplifting, he writes. Example, look at your free podcast. Every show is over two hours. And it seems effortless uh, effortless to us who listen that you make that happen. You know this show was not built without support from friends and family and some friends you might have not even known you had. You have never forsaken us. And that truth is always promptly. Uh, and that truth is always promptly. I don't know. I think he wants to say revealed when you give credit to us, which, you know, I've made no bones about it. Uh, when I first sat in this room on January 6th, 2019, I had no idea what the fuck I was doing. I had this little teeny tiny shitty laptop that barely recorded the audio. The room was not finished. Uh, people stepped up. The Zaniac wrecking crew built the room. I was like, well, I can't let these people down. I got to keep going. Now, there's been some bumps along the way. Truth be told, Tom from Gun Lake was one of the people that spearheaded this effort. We got in a huge fight. He told me to go fuck myself. I told him to go fuck himself. I then reached out to apologize to Tom. He told me to go fuck myself again. I said, all right, I'm going to go fuck myself. Whatever. Paul continues. And thank you, Paul. I appreciate that. Now, with that said, fuck you free beer, you asshole. I want to fucking punch you in the neck. That's my old radio show in case you, I noticed we have a few few new people on the live stream today. That's my old radio show. We did some great things together. Uh, Greg's an asshole. Of all the people on the show, they're all guilty by association. But Greg, I really, I really want to fucking fight you. And I'm not even kidding. I would get my ass beat just to be able to be in the ring with you for the chance that I could break your nose, but I don't think I would lose because you're kind of a bitch. I've listened to you since the beginning. Now you have absolutely mailed it in and are merely collecting checks and it shows. I was a friend. I helped you build that show. Maybe in a small manner. By telling others about it, sharing the content, going to your live shows, supporting your sponsors. But now we have this. You see, we share audience. He listened or listens. I don't know. Maybe he still does to that show and me. You, uh, he says, uh, and supporting the sponsors. But now we have this. Your shitty show. Which should be renamed the Free Beer and Hot Wings Go Around the Room to see who can be the most boring contest. Contest, I can't read. Not once, but three times a day. Garbage. This week, Free Beer, you said, quote, oh, that would be a good Joe stunt. No one knows what that means, you asshole, because you don't do those anymore. It probably would be a good Joe stunt. (laughs) <laughs> Excuse me. So do it, you fuck face pussy. Friday flashback. Are you serious? This is as lazy as it gets and is a slap in the face to longtime listeners who helped you grow the show and shuns new listeners. You know why? Because it's dated. It's not relevant at all. It's old, complete, uh, completely irrelevant to today's times. Anyways. Anyway, your public midlife crisis on the radio was sad and also gross. I have a 23-year-old daughter, and I am slightly longer than, uh, younger than you. I feel for your children using your divorce as fodder for the show. It can't be unheard by anyone now or in the future. Nice show today, Zane. Love, dear meathead, as usual. Your dad is the best. What a treasure. Sign Paul. Uh, thank you. I appreciate that, Paul. And if you're a listener of that show, and if I'm trying, and as I'm trying to make you see the light about how awful it is, uh, and you do happen to see the light, please let them know, in the most descriptive way possible, how you feel about it. CC me on the email. I would love to see that. Please. I urge you to do that. All right. Stevie loves email. She said, I hope Greg reads it. I don't think, I don't think he sent it to him. Maybe he did. Uh, No, he just sent it to me. Uh, Freeburn, Howling's Aram writes. Still, so full of themselves that the audience are crazy and bitter, and that he is still doing us a favor. Yeah, they're in that point where they're like, "Um, um, well, don't listen then. Fuck you." Oh God! All right. Cole writes, "Friday flashback is the best part of the week." Zane's on it. Thank you. A very, you're you're very kind. All right. I'm going to save my diatribe about Alex Jones for the Patreon because I have to pee so bad I might throw up. I don't know if I'll throw up quite like uh, Mike Pellerito when he ate the um, uh, Pocky one chip challenge the other day. We had this on the Patreon just the other day. This is Pellerito getting uh, st- starting a coughing fit and going through this horrible gag reflex because he did the Pocky one chip challenge. If you don't know, that is the hottest thing on the planet. I've done it once; it made me violently ill. I threw up for hours after. I was bad. I was in rough shape for about twenty four hours. Uh, I do not recommend this. All right, are you ready? I'm ready. All right, we're ready. We one minute.
1: Two.
0: Oh. A two for a 9:49
1: minute. 9:49 p.m.
0: All right, Kate. There you go. It's going.
1: That's the look that I was expecting. Hey, oh, you there
0: you go. <laughs> oh, my.
1: oh, there it comes. <coughs> <laughs> there it is. There it is. Oh, Mike. Oh, no, Mike. The chip tastes no, like I, shit, man. It's fucking like... I, I think it's Mark. Like <laughs> I made him oh, a... He just ate the talkie. Look oh, him. no. Here, he ate the one-on-one chip.
2: Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mike. I'm so, oh glad I'm right. I'm so glad. I'm recording this. so glad. Wow! Computer. Is
1: Here he going to throw off? Keep me down, Mike. You got my... yeah. to go at least. Go least five minutes.
0: Oh.
1: It was... You got a minute down. A minute down. <laughs> oh God. The minute His head's getting all red.
0: Gags always make me laugh. Fuck. Uh, you guys all just right. talk amongst yourselves.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you have a trash can or something there if you should need Make it? that chip your bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Mike. All
0: right. So that's great. Kenny, Kenny and Adam, would you fucking idiots quit talking about fucking Slipknot albums? I'm trying to do a fucking show here, and you stupid pieces of shit are talking about which shitty album is the best shitty album. Shut the fuck up. Here's the five-minute mark of Pellerito. <laughs> five minutes. Oh, jeez. Oh, All right. We uh,
1: uh, made it to five. I,
0: it. Uh, I just coughed and saliva just came up from my throat. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it wasn't saliva. Oh, uh. oh God, that's not... <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> holy man <laughs> oh I'm talking about this in Patreon. did you hear that thing emerge from the breach oh
2: oh
1: I'm
2: doing
1: fine. fine I'll be fine uh, every once in a, in a while it feels like a little powder drops off the back of my throat Mike uh, you're uh, at 10 minutes.
0: Nice. Ah, uh, very bad. All right, no more, no more. Okay, if you like to grow cannabis, the indoor season has begun. All the supplies you need to get this done right is through my sponsor, Horizon Hydroponics. They have an online platform where you can buy from anywhere in the US, horizen hydroponics.com. Please. If you grow, grow with them. Don't buy one of those kits. That's all in one. It's not, it's not, it's not uh one size fits all that everything is different. Uh, you're going to need the expert advice from the folks at horizon hydroponics. When you go to their website, there's a phone number. If you're not sure about something, call the number. An actual person's going to pick it up. Hey, I'm thinking about buying this, this, and this. Tell me what you know. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, Purchase $250 and over. $250 and over. The shipping is free. And uh, you use the coupon code Zane Show at checkout to save 10%. As, all, uh, as well, you can buy it online. Use the coupon code and pick up one of the four brick-and-mortar locations. On Alpine and Grand Rapids, Byron Center is the grower's outlet and then kalamazoo and lansing <clears throat> excuse me uh insurance when it comes to uh medicare buying on the marketplace obamacare or any type of insurance i have a licensed insurance agent slash broker now if you've just seen like a uh, i don't know a commercial for all state and you just called the number you're fucked don't do that ever. This is what you need to do. Put Frank fuss to work for you. Frank gets you the lowest rate you can possibly find for the best coverage. Okay. What you do is you go to buy here.com. Fill out the form and you are good to go. Or you can call or text Frank yourself And talk to him or leave a message 616-914-4070. That number again, 616-914-4070. Right now, Medicare enrollment is starting. So uh, I got to get with Frank to talk about my brother-in-law, the NFK. He takes care of everything. This is something you have to do every year. Uh, Then myself, November to the end of the year. Uh, that's the period that I enroll for Obamacare. I, I, have, I have to buy my own insurance because doing the podcast, self-employed, I don't have uh, employer paid for insurance. I have to buy my own policy. Since I do that, uh, the first couple of years I did that, I did it wrong because I did it on my own at a shitty policy. Last year was the first year that I dialed into fuss, and I got a great policy for not a lot of money that's what frank does for you and you don't pay frank frank doesn't charge you a dime it's free that's the best part of this i should lead with that what i'm about to tell you about is all free so uh reach out to frank it's well worth your time 616-914-4070 even if you have a workplace insurance like hey it's re-enrollment time you got to sit through a stupid meeting still bang on frank's door because he can help you navigate that okay and sometimes you might need a small supplemental policy. That's a thing, because sometimes your workplace insurance sucks dick, okay? And you're like, ah, oh, this policy sucks shit. You could spend a small amount of money with Frank and get a supplemental policy to fill in those gaps in coverage. You know? That's a thing. That's why they ask you, do you have any other insurance? And most people go, No, I why would I have more insurance? I'm an asshole. Frank will sell you a supplemental policy and then you hardly pay anything for that fucking thing. And then your goal. My point is Frank's in charge of everything. If you're in the sound of my voice, you need to contact this guy. And if you don't, he's not going to spend any fucking more money with me. And then I'm going to be pissed off. Okay. So don't fuck this shit up for me. Call Frank today. Finally. Finally. Big Dick Donnie Veltman invites you to engage him in one of his comedy venues, Full House Comedy. They're all over West Michigan. Tonight, uh, you got Logan Gunselman at Rockford Lanes. She's probably going to be on the hunt for Dick, so if you're good-looking and young, you might be able to get some. Yes, her name is Logan. She's appearing tonight at Rockford Lanes. You're supporting Big Dick Donnie when you go to one of his full house comedy venues. The next venue is tomorrow night. She's part of Sherman Bowling Center Back Alley Comedy Club. Logan is the feature for uh, Emma Willman from New York City who is appearing live. That is tomorrow at Back Alley Comedy Club. Two shows Two shows, both nights. Full details at fullhousecomedy.com. All right. I know. There's a lot of sponsors. How the fuck do you expect me to eat? That's how we do a free podcast. By the way, uh, yesterday, the Britney Spears supporters were the assholes of the day. And um, I'm now doubling down on that because of how of, uh, how stupid this whole thing is. You made such a big deal because the court said that Jamie could not be the conservator. You realize that on September 12th, he said he's stepping down from the conservatorship. Did you fucking forget that? He already said, I'm out. I'm cashing in my chips. I've had it. Let somebody else deal with this bullshit. If she wants to ruin her life, fine. And then so they said, all right, yeah, you're, you're, we're, you're, you're not the, and he's like, yeah, I know, I already, already said, it. and everybody acted like it was some big victory, like he's some evil man trying to control her. All you people, uh, I mean, do you think that a judge would have let him be the conservator since 2008 if there was some evil hijinks going on? Are you crazy? It's a dad trying to take care of his sick daughter who had two 5150s on her in 2008, you assholes. Unbelievable. And then Brian, Bleeding out. Brian, who's the piece of shit who started the whole thing, he's like, I love the dynamic of the whole audience and all the other podcasts, like Man Brain and, and Boomer Twad, whoever the fuck he is, and Jamingo John and Jumpin' Jack Off. Think you're a dumb shit for uh, uh, supporting Jamie Spears. I'm like, bring it on. Bring, you're, a, you're, a, but you're, you're a fucking mob is what you are. You're an absolute piece of shit mob. Oh." All right. God, I'm fired up. Um, who's the asshole of the day today? It's brought to you by TC Paintball, online at tcpaintballgr.com, and JM Synthetics. Uh, I don't know. I have no idea. You guys have any suggestions? Let's see what you got uh all day podcasts uh, no I don't I don't really have anything I don't know when in doubt make it free beer that's what we'll do I know it ain't me uh Sam the Jew says uh yeah right no parent ever ripped off their famous kid okay dude you asshole. Are you just, you're, you're just throwing shit out randomly. What? Give me some evidence, Sam. God. Now I know why the Nazis hated your people. I can't even get behind that joke. It's fucking horrible. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Melissa says, wrong, Sam. Thank you. Stevie says that's a different Sam. No, that's Sam. The Jew It's Sam M. That's not the same Sam. Wait, it's a Sam M. Is that not Sam? The Jew? Holy fuck. Well, who is Sam M then? It's not Sam. The Jew. Oh, all right. Well, I'll take it back then. Sorry, Sam. Sorry, Sam, the Jew for indicting you. Uh, Jesus Christ! Change your name. It's it's not Sam the Sam M. What the fuck? How many Sam Ms are there in the world, motherfucker? How come everybody knows that but me? Would you you know what? Would you fucking idiots? If you if this shit happens and I don't see it, would you please fucking send me an email? Here I am making anti-Semitic jokes and and uh, and and it fucking all that shit happens. And it's not even directed at the right guy. Shut up, Stevie. All right, hang on. All right, that's it. Have a good one. Thanks for being part of this one. I'll talk to you on Patreon, and I'll be back Monday with another show. Have a good one, folks. Bye-bye. I'm confused as hell. Is it or is it not Sam the Jew? What the fuck is going on here?
1: Shit. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership.